Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Hello and welcome to the Weekly Outlook at XM.com. I'm Maria Pachortiz and joining me is Senior Investment Analyst Mario Sajigiriakos. We'll be reviewing the week ahead. So Marius, let's begin over in the U.S. The Fed caught markets off guard last week when it signaled that the era of cheap money is coming to an end. What is the taper process likely to begin and what will this mean for the dollar and other currencies? Hello, Maria. So they really caught the market sleeping last week. Since then, we've seen some of those effects uh, calm down. The markets are not as panicked anymore. We've had a, a parade of Fed speakers trying to calm things down. Now, as far as the timeline that you asked, I think that the realistic scenario is that the Fed is going to prepare the markets for a tapering announcement over the summer. Then in August, they're going to send a very concrete signal that tapering might begin soon. And they might formally announce it at the September meeting that the tapering process will begin by the turn of the year, for example. That would be a realistic timeline. Now, for all of that to happen, the labor market needs to recover much more. So everything in the U.S., the U.S. economy is booming, inflation is hot, consumption is off the charts, but the missing piece of the puzzle is the labor market. We are still missing some 7.5 million jobs for a full recovery. So assuming that the labor market continues to recover, I think the Fed is going to steadily get the table ball rolling. I believe that policymakers are really afraid of overheating the economy and having to slam on the brakes even harder later on. That's something they want to avoid. Now, to wrap everything up, I think that we are headed for a period of monetary policy divergence across the major economies. What does that mean? Some central banks are going to be raising interest rates, some others are not. So America, the United Kingdom, Canada, New Zealand, all of those central banks have, seek, have taken baby steps towards raising interest rates uh, next year, for example, or the year after that. Now, on the other side of the spectrum, you have Japan, Switzerland, the European, the Eurozone. Those central banks are not going to move anytime soon. So I think that the currencies, that the first group of currencies, the central banks that are going to be raising interest rates, those currencies are going to shine against the second group over the longer term. Right. Okay. Now, the main event next week will be the U.S. Employment Report on Friday. Before that, we'll get the ADP Jobs Report on Wednesday and the ISM Manufacturing Index on Tuesday. What should we look out for there? But definitely the most important will be the U.S. employment report. Now, non-farm payrolls are expected at 600,000. The unemployment rate is expected to fall a little bit further. That would be great news uh, in normal times. But right now, I think that any number below 1 million is not going to you know, cause any panic in the markets about the Fed tightening early or so on. Now, in fact, if you look at labor market indicators, the market PMIs for the month, initial jobless claims, all of those stuff suggest minor downside risks for the uh, around the forecast. So I'm a little bit cautious, although we are going to have to see what the ADP report says and what the ISM manufacturing PMI says about non-farm payrolls as well ahead of that release. Okay, and finally, moving over to Europe, Germany's inflation numbers for June are due out on Tuesday before the Eurozone-wide data comes out on Wednesday. 
forecasts point to a minor slowdown in annual inflation, but if there is an upside surprise, what can we expect from the ECB? You're right, the forecasts point to a slight slowdown. That's very strange to me because right now Europe you know, Europe is in the middle of its reopening boom. If you look at the PMI surveys, those point to phenomenally strong inflationary pressures. And you also have rising oil prices. So it's a strange forecast. I think that an upside surprise uh, is very possible that we actually see inflation accelerating instead of uh, slowing down. Now, as far as the ECB, I don't think this moves the needle. Uh, we've heard from a lot of policymakers lately in, in the euro area, and the message has been consistent. We expect a period of higher inflation like everywhere else, but we are not really going to react to it. And in fact, <clears throat> In fact, if you, uh, if you look at some recent reports, the ECB is seriously considering raising its inflation target, perhaps by September. So that sends a very strong signal that it's willing to, first of all, tolerate higher inflation, and secondly, that it's going to stay in negative rates for even longer. So going back to the Fed argument, in September or in October, we might have a situation where the Fed is trying to exit cheap money, whereas the ECB is committing to cheap money for even longer, which I believe spells downside risks uh, for euro dollar. Marius, thanks so much. And thanks for joining us at XM.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.